Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It's now time for Sports Minutes. Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan reporting in. Yep, excited to get stuck into this topic because it involves my beloved Manchester United making some right moves in the market after a long, long time, it seems. Uh, yeah, um, so everyone's talking about this guy named Omar Barada. Am I pronouncing that right? But who is this guy? <laughs> Very good question, and that's exactly what we want to address over the course of this conversation. But for the listeners, he's been hired as the new Chief Executive Officer of Manchester United, brought in from Manchester City. I think that's quite exciting. We'll get stuck into who he is in a short while, but here's what two former Reds, Rio Ferdinand and Gary Neville, have to say about the move. I spoke to some guys who, who are at City and they can't believe we've got him. They think that, wow, he's, like, he's, he's done so much in the game at different levels and he's been successful and it's a really good sharp signing for us. This could potentially be one of our best January signings. Look, I mean, it's a big job to be CEO of Manchester United and you think of all the things that he's got to go at, but I think there's also some pretty easy wins. Straight away, the communication, I think having that voice that the club have sort of not had in the last 10 years, I think it's really important. And he can form part of a new management structure that can build trust with the fans and can build trust in sort of the, us and everybody that's watching the club. Um, they've not had someone who I think has operated in football, obviously, f- for a long time. And I think that's really important. But, you know, it's a big task and obviously all eyes are gonna, going to be on him. Um, he's obviously had a, a, re- a brilliant grounding, an amazing grounding at, at Manchester City and Barcelona, two of the most successful clubs in the last 15 years. So I think that, um, look, it looks like Manchester United are making more sound decisions and are on the right track. And I think that can only be a positive. Jim Ratcliffe was not going to come in and not disrupt things. And obviously the disruption started pretty quickly and it, you know it was obvious they haven't got a CEO at the moment because Richard Arnold obviously stepped down they haven't got a sporting director and they haven't got a notable head of recruitment those are three roles whereby most owners are most exposed with the money that comes in uh, the money that obviously gets spent on players the, the revenues that get driven obviously by CEOs good CEOs he's got a commercial mind so yeah it's part of I would imagine a, a triangle of appointments that I would expect to see in the next few months. So that's uh, former Manchester United defenders Rio Ferdinand and Gary Neville talking about Omar Barada. But who is Omar Barada? To help answer that question is a man who doesn't need an introduction. He is a former Singapore footballer and national hero, Sasi Kumar. How are you, sir? Hello, guys. Hi, how are you guys doing? I'm good, thank you. Great to have you with us, Sasi. Sasi, joining us from Madrid. Uh, of course, where he's based now, and that's exactly why we've got him on the call. Sasi, I understand you know Omar Barada personally. Yes, I do. I mean, we go way back, and um, you know, when he was a young executive at Barcelona, uh, our path crossed uh, due to work. Um, just before the the World Cup in South Africa, there was a huge conference called Soccer Act, and um, you know, myself, I had to travel over there at least two, two times or three times for that event. To just build my network, and one of the guys that I met during that time uh, was uh, Omar Barada, who was a young executive at Barcelona at the time, and uh, we hit on quite well and became friends, and, and we have been friends ever since. And once I learned that he was, uh, you know, appointed as Manchester United CEO, I, I, I felt the same way as what uh, Rio was talking earlier. He's one of those guys that has done a lot in football, uh, very silently in the background. Um, so Manchester United fans should be, um, you know, looking ahead to exciting time. 
That's why I go around saying I know Sasi Kumar because Sasi knows everybody. <laughs> He's the man. What 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 is he like as a person when you interact with him? I mean, you knew him as a young executive, but does he give off that air of confidence that hey, I can handle the brand of Manchester United? No. So the thing is that over the years, I mean, this is going back. I don't know, fifteen years or almost fifteen, sixteen years that we've known each other, and over that time, he, from Barcelona, he moved on to Manchester City, where. We had more interactions and, uh, you know, especially when I brought uh, Manchester City to the Lion City Cup, he was um, very instrumental in helping me, um, you know, secure that as well. So mm. I went over to Manchester, he hosted me. So the so the friendship goes way back and, and as a person, he's just fantastic. I think he's very humble, very down to earth and extremely talented. And he speaks multiple languages. And one of the things that I've noticed about him over the years, he's been the same Omar we've known, uh, even though... His title has changed and he's got into uh, many uh, roles where he's responsible in some of the biggest clubs in the world. So, uh, But it's still the same old uh, Omar. And, and, you know, even when Manchester City was establishing the office in, in Singapore, I helped him out a little bit. And it was really nice of him to acknowledge that. So you know that he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, stays, stays uh, true to himself. Mm. And uh, one of those guys that, uh, you know, people enjoy being around. That's excellent insight into the man that is Omar Barada. A lot of personal touches, so thank you for that, Sasi. I'm keen to find out professionally, what is Omar's biggest strength, in your opinion? Like I said, I think he's a, he's a guy who understands football really well. Um, you know, when he moved from Barcelona to Manchester City, uh, Chiki Bergestian, who was the sporting director at Barcelona, he came over and he actually brought these guys over. So not just from a commercial perspective, perspective, he understands the football perspective as well. And a um, couple of days, a lot of these uh, clips on TikTok and all that has been and been going around of him actually doing hands-on work about signing players. Hmm. For example, he was renewing players, signing new players for Manchester City. So you know that he's a man who's been in the trenches, not somebody who uh, is a fanboy or who knows the theory around things. He's hands-on, right? He actually does the work. So... I think um, the, the ownership at Manchester United have done well. They have gone to someone who's their closest rival and found somebody you know, in their own neighbourhood, so to speak, right? that somebody's going to come on and, and do the work for them. So well done to Manchester United because, uh, to me, Omar is the man. Sasi, I'm going to speak for the non-football fans because you keep on emphasising how Omar knows football. A lot of fans are going, yeah, that's so important, probably the most important thing. But the non-football fan is going, Aya, you just signed the best player, can already, what? Why like that? Why is it so important to know football? Please highlight for us, why is it so important to get a guy who knows football? Yeah, I think that's that's something that we haven't addressed in a long time. Even even back home, right? When somebody says, "Do you know football?" <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, everybody knows football. Knows football from a fan perspective. Mm. It's very different when you're a fan watching on TV and having those moments of uh, emotion, um, and then being the guy who's in the background making those decisions without any emotions. Meaning to say, will that signing be? Uh, profitable for the club down the line. Uh, can the club afford this player? Where can the player fit into the system of play? Is he a good character? Um, what what baggage does he come along with? Uh, what's he going to be in terms of in the dressing room? So there's a lot of football nuances that uh, everyday fan won't understand and shouldn't understand. That's not their problem. They just want to switch on the TV and watch football. Yeah. Um, so that's what uh, I mean by somebody who understands football through and through that there's so many elements that actually come together mm. to make a football club successful, not just from the sporting perspective, but also the commercial perspective. 
So that is something that when, when, you, when you talk about saying, do you know football? I think that is what the gist of it. Uh, we can deep dive into, into that a lot more, but it will take us a few days to actually go into all of that. But uh, in, in, a nutshell, in a nutshell, that's what it is. Now, you talk about the football side of things. We've mentioned the commercial side of things. I'm keen to find out, Sasi, as someone who's entrenched in the game as well, do you think there's truly a way to find a happy place between commercial success and footballing success? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the reason why I think the, uh, the ownership at the Manchester United have brought Omar in because he kind of um, sits in between both uh, departments, so to speak, because he comes from the commercial world where in Barcelona he was the head of uh, commercial. Mm. He understands truly that uh, you know you need to monetize your assets so that you can actually go out there and find players. And then he's also been on the other side where he understands that you cannot just go on a spending spree, mm. even though... A lot of people would say that Manchester City probably has a blank check, but you still need to play within rules and you still need to make sure that you you know, just don't go on a signing spree. So I suppose it's so important when you understand the both uh, aspects. And I think, again, I'll have to come back to my old friend Omar who understands the both. And I think Manchester United found the right man for the right job at the moment. Now, more often than not, Elliot is the one with the poke fire questions. I'm going to steal it and go for this. Sasi, you talk about signings, playing within rules. There is the elephant in the room of 115 charges weighing heavy on Manchester City. I'm not saying Omar could be involved in it, but should United fans be worried at all that this will have a spill-on effect on his tenure at Manchester United? Well, that's a legit question. I think uh, you know you need to address the elephant in the room, like you said. But again, uh, it's an organization. It's not one man, right? Uh, I don't think so. Omar kind of had the power to make everything, every decision by himself. Mm. Uh, probably it's beyond his pay scale. Pay scale. But uh, I think that uh, maybe at some point he might have been involved in all that. But uh, at the end of the day, the charges are against a football club and it's not against an individual. So until it's proven... He's still innocent, right? Mm, yes, checks and balances have to be put in place anyways. So what are we looking at now, Sasi? I mean, uh, no confirmation on the start date. Hopefully it's in the summer. What will be his first priority? Infrastructure is the most important. Foundation is the most important. So Manchester United fans, be patient. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's, you know, in football, unfortunately, fans are very short-term uh, mm. with their thinking, right? They want things aesthetically to happen overnight. Um the good thing is that Omar will not be starting from point zero or ground zero, there, so to speak, with Manchester United because they're already a big brand in the world. They've got some good players. I've been reading reports about him saying that they need to clear out players that are not really, uh, that will fit into the style of Manchester United. So I suppose that's the first thing he will do. Um, I'm pretty sure that he will do something that also will please the fans short term, the short wins. Um, I suppose he needs to go out there and do such things. Um, but again, it, it's very complex in the sense that you know everybody's watching uh, and it's very uh, pressurizing, so to yeah. speak, right? Everybody's like, okay, this guy's the messiah. What's he going to do next? So <laughs> I think he, just, he has his work cut out for him. But most importantly, I think he has the skill sets to do and, and do well. Now, Sasi, you've spoken at length about Omar, but like Gary Neville mentioned, this Ineos regime is taking shape and he, Gary Neville hopes this is one of uh, three signings that will help stabilise the club structurally, right? Do you expect Ineos to be making any more moves, any names that you've possibly heard? Uh, not really. I think uh, the most important thing is to get the guy who's going to lead the ship, right? The captain of the ship, and that's Omar. I'm pretty sure that Omar, like uh, what happened with his previous jobs, he's going to go and bring people that he trusts and, uh, of course, he wants to bring his own people in to make sure that they carry out his instructions, right? 
in a big organization. That's why you need you need your ally. So I'm pretty sure he's going to be looking around and bringing his own people in, and uh, that's happened wherever he's gone from Barcelona to to City. Uh, I think at Manchester United it won't be any different. But at the end of the day, I think you know the ownership must have a plan, and Omar is a big part of that jigsaw puzzle. Yep, certainly sounds exciting. Now, if this plan, this Omar plan goes to perfection, right? Any chance you're going to sign your boys up for Manchester United instead of Atletico Madrid? <laughs> uh, no, you never know. You never know. You never know what's around the corner. But uh, I think, at the, I mean, it always helps to have friends everywhere, right? Uh, you do that, I'll buy a jersey job. with your son's names, Sasi. On. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in, on your WhatsApp asking for box office tickets, by the way, just saying. <laughs> well, we certainly no, I think it's too, too early in their journey. Oh, too early wow. in their journey, but, uh, but you never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah. We certainly hope this has helped you to understand who is Omar Barada. We've been speaking with uh, former national footballer, national hero, in fact, Sasi Kuma. Thank you so much for your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.